0: Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcasts. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And America. And we are here today with episode five. We're calling this one DMB Song Series The Stone, which is number six.
1: Yep, yeah, we're going to actually
0: delve into each one of
1: the Song Series posters. But we thought, well, let's just go from the most recent. Um, and uh, we'll talk back our way through the, uh, the six uh, posters so far that have been created for Dave Matthews Band songs.
0: Yeah, so this is a little bit of like a countdown mini-series. Um, and I'm not sure that we'll go sequentially, uh, that the next episode will be number five. But we'll get to the other ones eventually. Uh, but right now, I think front and center was uh, a recent event, mm-hmm. the Dave Matthews Band, through the warehouse, its fan club. And then directly through the artist, uh, released the sixth song in what they call the song series of posters. Um, and this one is The Stone by an artist named Daniel Danger. Um, and he also goes by My Tiny Media Empire, I believe. Or I think so. Tiny Media yeah, Empire. Yeah, I think it's just
1: Tiny Media Empire on uh, Instagram. But On Instagram. Uh, th- you, you can find him, uh, Daniel Danger.
0: Yeah, and I think this is the third poster Daniel Danger has done Mm -hmm. for the band. There was one originally in Noblesville, Indiana. It was sort of a, uh, it looks like a train wreck, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term. but Really, really cool. A little bit uh, post-apocalyptic or The Last of Us style. Mm -hmm. I think it caught everybody, as we've talked about before, fans of posters, I think, really gravitate to things that are new and fresh when it Mm -hmm. comes to... Dave Matthews band posters. When that one came out, it was a very hot ticket item. People were very interested in it. They still are. It still mm-hmm. goes for probably the most of any of his posters that I've seen on on eBay or in the forums. Um, then he did a second poster at the Gorge last year. I believe it was the 2022 shows at The Gorge, and it's sort of this horse weather vane look. Uh, there, there's also usually a, a variant or two that Daniel Danger will do, mm-hmm. so it comes in sort of the regular edition, maybe an artist-proof edition, yep. and maybe a foil, yeah. um, and we actually will we'll get into that and how it applies to the most recent Poster of the Stone. Yep. Um, I was going to go high level to intro what the song series is to start. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah,
1: let's go back and, and just chronologically talk about which ones have come out, and then okay. we'll get... You know, very deep, (laughs) very deep on this uh, this poster because it is, it's pretty wow.
0: Yes, it's it's a stunning piece. Um, I'll tell you off the bat, the song series is a personal favorite of mine when it comes to sort of subcategories of uh, Dave Matthews' band posters. I love this concept. I love what they've done. But just to kind of give our listeners a high-level review – the song series started in in or about the spring of two thousand and twenty one mm-hmm. I think this was somewhat of a derivative from the pandemic yeah um, my and this is all my speculation. Let me preface that I don't know for sure, but in my mind, mm-hmm. sort of reasoned it through or imagine it that it probably takes a band, a fair amount of runway mm-hmm. to connect with an artist and mm-hmm. schedule them to do a poster. For a gig.
1: Yeah. And, and again, I, I'm trying to work on seeing if we can maybe talk to one of our favorite poster artists or a few of them, if anyone wants to, to, uh, to take that flag first. But, uh, you know, I believe that there is a vetting process, but also once an artist uh, works with a band, uh, as I think, and I, I'll read it maybe a little bit later, but Daniel Danger talks about, you know, Dave Matthews' band as being one of his great clients. Um, and you think about that as like an artist being mm-hmm. commissioned for something, right. whether it be a band poster, uh, a, an actual piece of artwork or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so these concert poster artists, you know, they they get this amazing opportunity, um, I think oftentimes to work with great bands. I know we have a handful of different band posters, primarily Dave Matthews band. But, you know, I think of looking at around our our. Um, poster music room what the opportunity is for these artists to really sink their teeth into whether whether the band is is their you know cup of tea as far as musically but you know talking to somebody who's a true artist you know to be able to have freedom Mm -hmm. to listen to something or to see something or get a spark of an idea and then take their Vision that's sitting inside their head, their magical brain, mm-hmm. and put that on paper so that the rest of us can see it. It's just super cool to me.
0: Yeah, and I think that um, this song series it differs from our traditional gig posters yep. in a, in a few ways. Number one, as we said, you know, typically a concert poster or a gig poster is really tied to a specific concert date in a specific venue, mm-hmm. um, and then they the band will. I assume, contract with uh, guest artists like Daniel Danger or like uh, Todd Slater or James Flames, whomever it might be, to do the artwork for that venue for that show. Mm -hmm. Here, with the song series, these are not affiliated with any specific concert date or concert show. Instead, the the differentiation or the pivot that, that was made starting in the spring of 2021... With this song series was to say, let's connect with an artist, one of our, you know, our Mm -hmm. regular business partners, like Mm -hmm. Daniel Danger says, Dave, he views Dave Matthews band as a client Mm -hmm. Um, and let's contract with them or engage with them to generate a piece of art Mm -hmm. that reflects a particular song by the Dave Matthews band from one of their albums in a way that the artist is sort of interpreting what they're seeing or what they're hearing or yeah. feeling from the music. Yep. And then translating that through to their uh, their, their canvas mm-hmm. using their lens of their style of artwork. Yep. And so what we have is almost this, I'm going to use a big word here. I don't know why, but it's the only word I can think of. It's this menagerie of different songs by the Dave Matthews band. That sort of now is visually interpreted by different artists uh, specific to that song. And and I know that's a mouthful, but basically what it is is we've listened to these songs for all these years. Yeah. And now we're getting a visual representation of them from some of our favorite artists. And to me, it's just mind-blowingly cool.
1: <laughs> Are you a reader that's a visual reader? Like if you read a book, do you have the the in your brain as you're reading it? Does that create this visual representation of what you're reading
0: yes it does okay
1: so there are some people who read and don't have that visual representation so oftentimes when you talk to somebody who's a reader or you know um i like the book better than i like the movie Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. generally it's because we've created this vision of what we think of it's going to be in our heads yep and then when we see somebody else's perspective from it, oftentimes it doesn't line up. Yeah. Right? When you, you've you watched a movie and you've read a comic book and you're like, that character and that actor should not be doing the same thing. But somebody else's perspective was like, absolutely, it's blah, blah, blah.
0: And this would be the art of it, right? The art of it, right? Art of it yeah. right.
1: And the interpretation of it. And so, um, you know, what's what's interesting about the song series and and what Mike said is that, you know, first of all, the The front is the image. All the song series, they all have a print on the back yes. of the lyrics.
0: Yeah, yeah, in some in some style, Not, some way, right? Yep. And that's a whole other. I know. Effect. I said I.
1: I wish we had like a clear backing on the song series posters, or a way to spin them around to right. be able to see both sides because. Ultimately, I think there is also a unique artistry to the back of the poster. But that's a good Okay, point. so since we're let, gonna we're gonna like circle yeah, back to finish let, up talking about. <laughs> let, yeah, let
0: me try to get back on track. Sorry if we're on a tangent. I think we're both really excited about this episode. Yeah. Um, to recap on the song series, again, started in the spring of 2021. There was an initial release. It was mm-hmm. the song Every Day. Yeah. And it was done by the artist James Flames. We will take a deeper dive on um, all of these we eventually. Loved, we love loved um, James Flames. Yes. <laughs> um, the second one in the series was Ants Marching. Mm-hmm. That was done by an artist named Luke Martin. Mm-hmm. The third in the song series was Dodo. Uh Again, the, the Dave Matthews Band song, Dodo. Let me go back. Every Day is from the album Every Day. Yep. Ant's Marching is from the album Under the Table and Dreaming. Mm -hmm. Dodo is from the Dave Matthews solo effort called Some Devil. Uh, That poster was uh, done by an artist named Ben Kwok, Bioworks Studios, Bioworks with a Z. Um, The fourth entry in the song series is Crash or Crash Into Me from the Crash album done by the one and only Miles Sang. (laughs) We're a little bit of a Miles Sang fan around here.
1: Just a just a and then, tight.
0: And then I wanna say that what we thought at the time, at least what I thought, was the final entry into the song series was my favorite Dave Matthews band song of all time, Grey Street, done by the incredible Dan Mumford mm-hmm. in a really kind of like uh, post apocalyptic world falling away in a sort of, you know, fantasy element kinda to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with foil variants and all the things from the Busted Stuff album yep the reason I thought this was the last one in the series was around the time it got released there was an image floating around and I'm going to try to track it down again there was an image floating around Um, if you're a Dave Matthews band fan you know one thing we chase after are the set lists Mm -hmm. and there is a very specific typeface uh, print print of the set list that the band does and then they hand them out after the show When Grey Street was released in the song series poster, uh, there was there was a campaign around it. You know, the Warehouse Fan Club released photographs. Here are all the variants. Mm-hmm. Here's the t-shirt. You can order with the package, which I may or may not have, but we all know that I did. Um, <laughs> I own the t-shirt as well. And, and then there was a lot of reaction online, and there was this image that floated around of a Dave Matthews band set list. Mm-hmm. And it was every day, ants marching, dodo, crash. Huh. Uh, Gray Street. So it's all the right? song series. That's right. Um,
1: Interesting. I don't know if saw
0: that. And it, it, the way that it listed it was that, I believe, Gray Street was the encore. Oh. Right? And so it, it conveyed the message like, this is it. Thank you for enjoying the song series. I don't know if, I don't want to say we all thought it was over, but I thought it was over. I thought Gray Street was the final piece. My collection is complete. So I thought. <laughs> and then, in a totally random... Uh, event the warehouse you know announces we're releasing this poster and you know i immediately log on and the sixth one in the series is by daniel danger it is the stone um that is a song if you don't know from the before these crowded streets album yep. it is one of the most prolific dave matthews band songs from that album possibly from their entire catalog yeah it has an incredibly interesting uh, chord progression or finger-picking <laughs> progression, some of Dave's spider-walking, you might say, up and down the fretboard, how he moves his hand, the, the sound that comes out of it, it really, yes. to me, is like no other sound that's been made. There is an eeriness to the song.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a
0: heaviness to the song. One of the lines is, you know, now this weighs on me as heavy as stone. Mm-hmm. Again, it's called the stone, so there is this gravity to it, This mm-hmm. this heaviness. Could you call it darkness? Maybe. Um, it does have some brightness to it at hope. the end and some hope. I think yeah. that's a good word. Yep. But again, that's the song. That's the music from yep. the 1998 studio album before These Crowded Streets. Yes. Um, and it was it was done. It was done with the artist Daniel Danger, who yeah. we mentioned. Uh, Tiny Media Empire this is his Instagram. Um, and there was a original mm-hmm. or regular version. Mm-hmm. And then the there, artist proof. There was an artist proof that came directly from the artist website. Yep. And there was also a foil variant through the warehouse. I think the regular version was limited to 1600 Yep. The foil. The, the foil variant, which I'll call it a blue because it's a it's got a bluish hue to it. I love it. I yeah. love this poster and so it's much. A,
1: it's on a rainbow foil.
0: It's on a rainbow foil, you know, sort of blue inks. Uh, that was limited to 600 pieces, I believe. And then the artist proof, which is a little bit more of a purpley color if you know Daniel Danger's work you'll have seen some of this coloring in both the Gorge Mm -hmm. uh, print in the regular edition for the Gorge and in the I think it was a foil or artist proof variant from Noblesville when he did that originally it's it's this
1: very purpley orange hot pink almost like it's world on fire outside the window of this space which is really cool yes and what actually what I'd like to do is uh I you know I don't want to mince words of the artist, and what is super cool is when you do get a little glimpse into the process the artist takes, uh, I'm, I'm just going to read what Daniel Danger shared on his Instagram when this was announced um, that this was going to be, you know, coming out. So he says that, here's my entry into the Dave Matthews Band song series with The Stone, a sort of moody, guttural affair that even a dirgy punk like me can get behind, these are between six and eight color silk screens, depending on the colorway. And on the back is the song lyrics laid out like an old library card with some important dates. And, and we'll get to that because then I had to go back and be like, well, what do these dates mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. A little story. bit, yep. And he says the green edition's available in the DMB shop. As um, As he types, the foils are unfortunately sold out. And the purple metallic ink artist edition will be available through me very soon. So that was just like a little brief, hey, here's what's going on. But now he gets into, I think, a little bit of the the lifting the top of your head and getting inside the brain mm-hmm. of what this particular song and his interpretation of it meant. So Daniel Danger says, to me, the play to make with representing this song through illustration is in the lines, quote, this weighs on me, unquote, heavy as stone, <laughs> Into deep, and wondering if you'd come along. This soft, dreamlike place filled with heaviness. Waterlogged books in the flooded room, Victorian pewter lamps, horse statues, bookshelves literally collapsing onto themselves, all with this woman observing this outside space that reads much lighter and open, clearly in a state of waiting, existing or trapped in a place filled with the things you could love if they weren't in the state that they are. And what things aren't, what they always seem. So that's what Daniel Danger himself says. He was given the opportunity. I think the band uh, actually gave him a few songs to choose from. And out of those songs that he was uh, presented with, he felt a connection with the
0: stone. And that to me is just the epitome of the greatness that is this song series concept, um, going back to what I was saying earlier and mm-hmm. sort of speculating of how this started, um, I imagine that the band probably had contracted with or engaged with um, artists prior to 2021 anticipating,
1: you know, a larger tour. Larger
0: tour and, and we had a pandemic, COVID-19. It cut some of that short. There weren't shows for a while. Then yeah. for a minute, there were shows. And then we had masks and everyone knows how all of it went. But I would imagine that you know, there were probably plans in place to have posters for shows mm-hmm. with artists. Yeah. And in a pivot, perhaps the band and some of the artists got together and said, let's let's go in a different direction and create. Now, if that's how it happened, I just want to say what a beautiful it's silver awesome. lining to have flowed out of, mm-hmm. you know, a business pivot in the midst of a pandemic. Um, artists in a band lined up to do gig posters. Gigs don't happen because we have, you know... a a pandemic we're fighting and so they go a different route and they come up with this concept of song series Mm -hmm. and what beautiful artwork has come of it um this one in particular by by daniel danger i i think his words i mean obviously he's the artist but i mean that's that's what i get from seeing this too it is this you know again to give we'll put a picture up i think on on Mm -hmm. socials but to give our listeners just a little bit of visual um it is you know your standard poster size um so it runs vertical uh about 24 across about 18 um this is blue inks on a rainbow foil uh there is sort of an overgrowth to almost like a victorian looking home yeah. that has sort of a greenhouse window effect in the in the ceiling as well as sort of the the corner of the home with a with a very um uh you know small representation of a woman apparently looking out at at the the forest or the overgrowth out the window all around we see books we see victorian style lamps mm-hmm. we see a little uh trophy with a person horse. riding a horse we see bookshelves that are collapsed down mm-hmm. towards the bottom of the print we Water. see some flooding standing water it looking like and out of that water comes the letters the dave matthews band yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and just say that you know there's there's a great show on hbo now based on a video game called the last of us i think some of the imagery here speaks to me from from that world that sort of post-apocalyptic event overgrowth type world the other one i'll say if you've ever seen a movie called what dreams may come with mm-hmm. robin williams oh, yeah heart wrenching film, yeah. but this to me is uh it rem you know reminds me of of that of, of, of where of,
1: she resides in the, that purgatory state yes, yeah absolutely yes. yeah well and and what 's you know again, I think some of the things that stand out, uh, as Mike had said, you know obviously it's the earth is taking back this home uh there's roots that are growing up the walls there's there's plants that have kind of started growing in through these busted windows and mm. you've got uh, again out the wind out the window in these where you would see the the brightest of the foil and i think that's why look you know there are there are poster collectors and then there's us crazy people who just we just love a foil uh, yeah. <laughs> um but when i saw this one in it, in the standard run, it's very green. It was kind of like muty colored. It, you know, it's a beautiful. It's the same imagery. Some
0: sepia, almost. But definitely, feel to
1: it. yeah, exactly. But when you saw the foil, and it's hard when you're looking at it on the internet. You know, you don't get the dimensionality. You don't get the the movement. Um, I think one of the first things that I had posted was a, a little boomerang Mike was holding of this actual print because when you walk from side to side to it, it moves the rainbow foil. It, it moves in the light. And so, you know, Mike, you're talking about the heaviness and the stone that weighs on me and this Daniel dangers own words of this, this, uh, heaviness of the waterlogged space, but also that this woman is looking out this window and the windows are where the pops of that rainbow foil. And I'm, where I'm sitting, the color to me is really bright, almost like the sun is rising. It's that yeah. it's that moment right before the sun rises where everything is bright, but there's no sunshine yet. And so the sky is a little red and it, everything's kind of waking up. That's where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. now if I move to probably where you're sitting...
0: Um, yeah, I, it, I need to sit where you are because to me it's a little blank, it's a little silvery, kind of mm. kind of bleaker. But uh, to Erica's point, that rainbow foil allows you to kind of move yeah. uh, the, the piece or move yourself and see some different refre- reflective properties uh, out those windows. My friend Matt, uh, who is also a, a Dave Matthews fan and fellow poster collector, he got this in the mail and he shot me a uh, photograph in response. He said, I got the perfect shot at the you know, perfect oh, yeah. light. And I mean, with the way that he shot it, it really looks like there is a just uh, very bright sunrise coming mm-hmm. through those windows. And so I don't know if that's intentional or not. I imagine it is. But for this concept of hopefulness in such a song that has a heaviness and a bleakness or darkness to it, the fact that somebody is still looking out that window forward towards a hopeful event or this sunrise that comes up through the foil yeah. that you know could, could be symbolizing that hopeful event. And then that kind of cascades through the water mm-hmm. on the bottom of the poster in some of the reflective properties. I think it's just a beautiful illustration and message um, of that element of hope that comes through in most of... Dave Matthews music, um, and certainly the Dave Matthews Band's song "The Stone."
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm 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 looking at the lyrics, and you know, we listen to songs and then we interpret them through the lens of our own experiences, mm-hmm. right? So, so I've always looked at the Stone as a song of of potential, mm-hmm. like hope and potential. And now that I'm sitting here and I'm reading the lyrics that Dave wrote. You know, some of the words are "if I leave now, I might get away." Right to to leave this place of maybe heaviness and darkness mm-hmm. and and the coulda, the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Mm-hmm. I think that song really is very um, hopeful in 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 thinking like, well, I was just wondering if you want to come with me, um, see what's inside of my head. Not not on a like a physical journey, but like on an emotional undoing and unbecoming mm. journey, right? Cause he says, you know, I was wondering if you want to, if you'd like to come if you'd come along to hold up my head when my head won't hold on. So uh, can you come with me while I'm going on this journey inside Yeah, to leave the things behind that no longer serve us, but I need someone to come with me. You know, I'll do the same for you if that's what you want, but if not, I've got to, I've got to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I hear you say those words. I've heard them a million times Mm -hmm. from the band. Yeah. But sitting here looking at this poster, and again, this is my own interpretation, but I think back to that film, What Dreams May Come... Mm you know, Robin Williams plays. I believe it's a physician, or I think he's a, a yeah, psychiatrist, or something. Definitely and
1: in the medical field.
0: His wife, I believe, an artist. Uh, she's an artist, an artist, and she dies tragically. Uh, she, I think she may have committed suicide. She, yeah. Um, but you know, they had lost their kids in a car accident, is, I think what it was, and yeah. it drove her. And yep. she's in sort of this purgatory state in this space, she's and ultimately, you know. He Spoiler alert! But it's an old movie. Uh, Robin Williams it's finds a her there. wonderful
1: movie. Oh my God, I'm going to cry just thinking about it.
0: <laughs> but this imagery and those words that you just spoke yeah. about this concept of someone waiting right for their other person who will help them hold up their head when they can't hold mm-hmm. their own, and yeah, uh, who's experienced this heaviness, but despite the experience, of the heaviness right. still waits for that person with an eye towards hope. Just it's it's a it's a heaviness. It's a darkness. It's a beautiful concept. Yeah. I'll also say musically, I've always felt like the stone really enters with this kind of eerie, dreary, mm-hmm. darker violin strumming. Yeah. It builds. It gets more powerful as you go. And then as it leaves, there is a brighter side to the music. The
1: let it all fall
0: out. Yeah, yep. and, 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 and at the end of Before These Crowded Streets, the album, there is an extended outro after The Spoon, which mm-hmm. is a different song that outro ties kind of back to The Stones outro mm-hmm. musically again for music nerds out there and there's sort of a continuity of this you know come in from the storm for a while everything will be all okay. right yeah. and and we've reached or we've got we've weathered through the storm at the end of that album We now have this message that everything will be all right. And that is the the feeling I get when I look at this piece by Daniel Danger. I get this feeling of like, yeah, there's a lot of water. It's heavy. There's overgrowth. But through the window, that sunrise coming, popping through the foil, there is hope and everything will be all right.
1: Yeah. Well, just taking a quick little pivot back to the back of the the poster
0: yeah so let me just touch on this very quickly let me let Erica get into the detail on the back of each one of the song series posters mm-hmm. each artist has in their own font style handwriting calligraphy yep. whatever you want to call it has posted an excerpt from the song that they've worked on mm-hmm. so if you were to turn over the everyday poster there'd be lyrics from every day you turn over the crash poster lyrics from crash dodo so on and so forth when we turn over Daniel Danger's poster, the stone, Erica, tell us, talk us, walk us through what we see.
1: Okay. Well, I just I'm gonna have to go another rabbit hole down, and I'm gonna have to do some research while while we're talking about this. But the back of the this particular poster of the stone looks like. For all of y'all, uh, elder millennials and zennials and boomers, we used to have things called libraries <laughs> mm-hmm. and you went to the library and inside of the books, there were these library cards. If you wanted to check a book out of the library, you would go take it to the librarian. They'd go up front. They'd pull a manila paper mm-hmm. out of the little, um, pocket mm-hmm. in the front of the book. And then, I, I mean, I still, can you still hear the, the,
0: the, stamp. Sh- yeah. the sound
1: of the stamp? They would stamp dates. Right? So yep. they knew that you've checked this book out and then they would stamp it back when you returned the book. That's right. right? Yeah. Okay. So the back of the stone is a library card with uh, specific dates. And Daniel Danger on... The,
0: the dates look like they've been punched with the library Absolutely stamp, Absolutely
1: they are right? 100%. Like 100% those library stamps. My, my brain and the memory of going to the library... I can, I can smell the paper. Can you smell like yeah. that paper from books in the old like library? Like old books? musty
0: books, like the ones on the yeah. shelf in his mm-hmm. in his piece.
1: I'm sorry, new kids who who might be listening um, that you don't know uh, what this experience was like, but but if you're of our generation um, and grew up, you know, pre pre computers everywhere and no internet, this is this is where you went to get your books. Um, so Daniel Danger mentioned in his post that the the dates are specific dates, so. I said, wonder what those dates are. Well, they're starting on April 18th, 1998. So I did a little digging and that is actually the first show of the Before These Crowded Streets tour. That's right. Which happens to be from what place?
0: Victory Stadium in Roanoke, Virginia, which I know because... You were there. It's really the only time I've spent any time in Roanoke, Virginia. I've always seen the signs on the road. Yep. Uh, But I went with my uh, really good friend... Uh, from college mm-hmm. and my little brother in fraternity. Yeah. I'll give Drew a shout out. What's up, Drew? I hope <laughs> you're doing well. Um, but Drew and I went to this show. I cannot remember how we got tickets. I think, again, this is to dating ourselves, but I think we went to a record store and we bought the tickets physically in person um, in College Park, Maryland, where we went to undergraduate school. Um, bought those tickets in person. Went to Roanoke, Virginia. We parked in a parking stadium or parking uh, lot type Mm -hmm. of, you know, structure. They bust us on school buses from, I remember this vividly, from the parking structure to Victory Stadium, which I think was a high school football stadium. It was all general admission. Gates opened around noon. We immediately went as close as we could to the stage. And we stood there until 8 o'clock at night. You know, I mean, they had opening acts. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure... Um, Bruce Hornsby played something and um, there were a couple other openers but 8 o'clock I think Dave Matthews Band came on and this is before Mm -hmm. before These Crowd Streets was released to the general public this was the first time we heard this music Mm -hmm. and we saw the whole album live uh, and it was a crazy good experience I remember seeing the stone mm-hmm. I remember seeing stay not having heard these songs ever before right, they're brand new
1: right the album hadn't released fully or you yeah. got your hands on it yet yeah. so I
0: think it rained I think we got wet I remember us order eating pizza. sort of crappy pizza <laughs> um, but we had a blast and we saw a great show cool. and now there's a reference to it yep. I think the dates are basically.
1: Yeah, if you go and look, I think I went to like the DMB almanac, which mm-hmm. gives you all the all the dates of all the shows, and it does. Uh, the dates run from April eighteenth. I think the last one that's on the punch card is August first. Uh, but if you look, each date is a uh, tour date. I'm going to mm-hmm. get really, really, really detailed in meta right now. Okay. okay, so the top of the library card, there's the author, Dave Matthews Band. The title is The Stone. There's a. Looks like sort of a almost a, a coffee ring on the top, but not quite.
0: But you're exactly right, and but I didn't realize that until you said it. It's a coffee
1: ring, so before These Crowded Streets and the coffee rings and the...
0: there is there For is, those that don't know, yeah. before These Crowded Streets, uh, the third major studio released by the mm-hmm. Dave Matthews Band album, they kind Our of imagery. had this imagery that went with that record yep. that were these two circles that sort of overlapped yep. slightly. They're called the coffee rings mm-hmm. because... The image was actually created. My understanding is by coffee coffee cup that got kind of lifted and put down and then put condensation down Condensation,
1: or like it spilled over, and it's just remnants of what was left over on the right. table or napkin so or the, whatever. Those, it was.
0: those are called the coffee rings, yep. right? And is right in the upper left-hand corner here. This is a coffee ring. I can't believe it. I I'm just... gonna
1: get even deeper. Hold okay. on a second, Mike. All right. All right. Hold on. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. So there's a number seven, and then it says BTC, and on the right hand side it says ST. So before these crowded streets, there's seven twenty nine. Do you see that?
0: I do. Do you have
1: any idea what seven twenty nine is?
0: You know what? We're gonna run out of time before I think (laughs) of it. So just tell me because now I the length
1: it's the length of the song. 7 minutes and 29 seconds. Isn't that freaking crazy? That's,
0: my my mind's blown right now. So you went back and you found out that the length of the song is 7 minutes and 29 seconds long. Yeah. The stone, she's absolutely right. We're (laughs) looking at it right now on Spotify. 7.29. Yeah. Yeah. And, so this is an Easter egg, right? This is part of the scavenger hunt fun that we have with these posters. Yeah. That is incredibly cool.
1: I didn't tell you that that. until right now. I know. I'm a little like,
0: Daniel Danger, if you're listening, you've given me chills. I mean, absolutely brilliant.
1: And that's not even the part that we can see. Like, I mean, we know it's there. And that's another really cool thing if you think about it. Like, the back of the series, these song series, all the posters have not full lyrics, but a lot of the lyrics. Like, if you look at this one, you know, this one um, is, is, you know, most of the lyrics on here. I actually think it's all the lyrics. But um, this, like, we know it's there. You can't see it. And for people who come into your home, if you have this poster, it's a story that you get to tell somebody. Oh, yeah, the back of this mm-hmm. has this. And now you guys will know that I've gone behind the behind the poster. And
0: we can post an image. I'm going to share of, this for sure. Of the back. Because I've ta- as we frame these ourselves, I've taken a picture of mm-hmm. the back of each one just to have it as my own yeah, kind of personal memento. But we'll share that on the, uh,
1: yeah, on the, on the socials. Well, you guys, this is, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I've had a really
0: I could go on. time. I, I could do another 30 minutes standing on my head talking <laughs> about this poster. Don't want to bore everybody to death. Right. Um, but check out Daniel Danger. Check out Tiny Media Empire. His works are incredible. Yeah. If you're interested in the song series by Dave Matthews Band, mm-hmm. I would say Don't Lose Hope. They are still out there. You can catch them. Uh, in your favorite places to catch posters by and large relatively still affordable for most of the regular editions Mm -hmm. some of the foils have crept up there uh this blue inks on rainbow foil is it's absolutely stunning it is it's now one of my favorite pieces that Mm -hmm. we own Um, if you've got one out there share us your experience yeah Um, i do want to make a quick note i know there were some snafus it sounds like with with shipping with whether it was the service that was used or how they were packed unclear there. I'm sorry to hear some people having some experience where they're getting creases. A good friend of mm-hmm. ours, mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Chris, uh, had an unfortunate experience. I have heard a uh, rumor that you, you can call into the customer service with the warehouse. There might be something they can do to help out with that. Um, I, I don't know if it's much, but just, just that nugget of information for you. Um, if Daniel danger happens to hear this, um, just fantastic stuff. We love your stuff. Yeah. I think you know the fan base positively reacts to your pieces. This one in particular though, man, just knocked it out of the park and I really can't say enough good things. This thing is incredible.
1: I, I love imagery that makes you think. And I love it when it makes you feel something yeah. that, that you know, maybe that's been tucked away. Just like the stone, right? These These things that weigh heavy on us that maybe we just hide away in a little hidden closet in the back of our mind and every once in a while they creep up on us. And I think that, you know, Mike and I talk a lot about trying to focus on abundance and, and having a, a positive mindset. And I think oftentimes, you know, we can't see, when we say the forest or the trees, right. And this imagery, it, it's really this, this longing and this hope and this knowing that I could just walk right out and, and leave this behind and let it all fall down. And, um, I think that it's just really cool. So, really appreciate you guys sticking around um, if you if you like the song series uh, give us a give us a thumbs up send us a little note on our Instagram and uh, let us know uh, what your thoughts are I'd love to have a kind of a virtual conversation around this because you know what I see is different than what you see
0: that's and right and I think we're going to have more content in the future with the other entries into the song series. Sure. So stay tuned for that. Yep. Thanks for the support. Thanks for your likes, for your your shares, your subscribes. Absolutely. And uh, we will catch you next time on the podcast. All right, y'all have a good one.